0: Hey listeners, welcome to Barely in Topic, the Boston Bruins Podcast, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. I'm VA and this is episode seven. It's a Brad 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 world. I was at the Oilers Bruins game this week and I realized just how much I love watching Brad Marchand play. It was after he tied up the game that it clicked that we just had to show Marshy some love. So this week we have our usual crew of Anthony, Jeff, Kate, Nick, and Timmy discussing the week the games of the week. Brad Marchand, and The Bear So, enjoy! So anyway, why don't we start by talking about this week's games. Monday, we had the Oilers game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not not I, because it was the Oilers, but because of the result of that game. <laughs> um,
0: no, I'm going to say it p- to the whole Yeah! Thing. Okay? It was not a fun experience for me. I Mm-mm. wanted to be so happy. I wanted to see one player. He wasn't playing. It kind of ruined things a little bit. And then the Bruins came out to do whatever they were doing because it wasn't really playing. They were just, I don't know. It seemed like to me for three periods, they just kind of went around on the ice pretending to do <clears> stuff. <throat> um, they were really out I know they had like 49 shots on goal,
2: but that they really ridiculous.
0: weren't. That many that Talbot had to do anything about, mm. you know what I mean? And I was in the end zone, end zone. That in the end zone.
3: We <laughs> <laughs> you know what you mean behind the goal. Yeah, I was behind the goal, um,
0: so I could see both. Uh, I was in the attack zone, which was kind of fun. I actually never sat. No, I've sat in the attack zone, but not that close. So I was in the Bruins attack zone for two. Uh, of the, you know, their Bru, their. Let's try this again. Their attack zone for two periods. I was in that that part of the, Money. I think, and...
4: Bruins shoot twice.
0: Yes, Bruins shoot twice. So, um, because I thought I'd get to see a player I wanted to see. But anyway. Yeah. Well, who
5: shot first?
4: Um, On solo. solo.
5: Okay. <laughs> I, it's relevant. Sorry, I had
0: to. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the movie last night. Say anything. La, 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 la. <laughs> I, Look, I might be a jerk, but I'm not an asshole. Or I might be an asshole, but I'm not a complete asshole. i have a <laughs> lot of things, but I'm not that. All, I, no, all I'm gonna say is this: There's nothing after the credits.
6: Okay. Well,
3: yes, JJ Abrams. It's not a
0: Marvel
6: movie. So. <laughs> well, no, no, but
0: I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if, you know, if you thought like there might be something after the credit, there isn't. So don't don't waste your time. Just see the main parts of the credits, and then um, you can pretend that you sat through the other seven minutes. I personally had to go to the bathroom so bad that it's like as soon as the movie ended, I was like, bathroom! <laughs> like, I was hunched over in pain. It was awful. Oh, no.
3: Anyway. I do that all the time.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. There's something about those comfy chairs that makes me go, oh, yeah, I'm, like, at home. But you're not really at home. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that Oilers game. Anybody have any thoughts on it? Raise your hands. Meh. Ah, Anthony.
1: Why do we make backup goalies look amazing? Uh. Ooh, we did it all last year. We did it with Cam Talbot. I, I don't get it.
0: I don't know. I don't know. They, the Bruins just looked tired. Old. Not fast. Um, They took a lot of shots on goal, but there weren't that many that were just hard for Talbot to handle. Nick.
4: Well, to give the Oilers some credit, they were on a roll um, heading into that game. It's oh yeah. Not like you're pl- the uh, you're playing the Oilers at the start of the season or the Oilers of last year. This is a good team all of a sudden. So let's not try to say this was you know some horrible loss. Um, I do wish the Bruins would won Of course, I look at 49 shots. Yeah, maybe they weren't all good shots, but even if half of them were decent, that's still close to 25 decent shots. So you think they're going <laughs> to get something with that. But, no, it was was a sad game. I I feel like the Bruins just uh, blinked their eyes or had a hiccup three times. And, unfortunately, those three times, Edmonton was right there to to score. Mm. Yeah. And I I feel bad for you, VA. And you were at the game. That's that's the drill travesty.
0: Yeah, it was. Because, I'll be honest, if I had known, like, when I bought the tickets, like, there was a really good chance that they wouldn't play him at all i probably would have chosen another game you know what i mean because it's like you spend a good amount of money more than you spend a lot of money to go to these games you know because it's almost impossible to go through ticketmaster and get seats Mm -hmm. these days you know it's like you really have to um be right at you know you have to get in right at the right time to get decent seats and they only offer you like three or four different sets of seats. Um, and if you don't take any of them, because like, let's say you don't want to sit in the balcony, maybe you want to spend a little bit more and sit in Loge. Um, you know, it's like, it's a special game for you. You want to be in a different spot. Well, you're probably not going to get those tickets. So you have to go somewhere else. And so then you go somewhere else and you're like, okay, well, for some reason I am deciding I want to buy these tickets now instead of being smart and buying them closer to the date. I don't know. It was just disappointing. It was a lot of stupidity. Part of it was mine. Most of it was the Oilers and. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just sad. And it's just like, you know, if you guys are going to be like this, I'm not ever going to really watch you again. So you suck. And I really wish that I could have snuck some kind of like plastic razor in and (laughs) shaved off that travesty of whatever the fuck he is growing on his face. At McClellan. Anyway, yeah, it was just, it was frustrating. Um, I wanted it to be a better game. If they, if the Bruins had won, God, that would have been something. But been the Oilers better. gave them trouble last year, too. They they won the game in in Edmonton. And then the game that they played at uh, the Garden was, uh, they almost let the, the Oilers back in. And the Oilers just kind of gave up. So that's how that went. Anyway, let's move on. Oh wait a minute, Jeff! You have
6: something. I was just gonna say. Um. Well, you know, the hockey gods have since appear to have punished Edmonton for not playing uh, Andy last m- last Monday, because they've lost their last three and are back down at um say, at at seventh and uh seventh wild, yeah, and, and um or have have games in hand while being two points back from uh from from Arizona and San jo- and and San Jose, so. Uh, no, they don't have a games hammer, they've played two more games. So oh. Aki Gods have smote them for not playing Andy, Andrew Ferrens in Boston. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: exactly what it is. It's just <laughs> like, you know, you could have done that. And what the hell was that activating him off of IR? I was like Yeah, that was weird. I, I looked at the injury list and I did not find him on it. So whatever. Whatever they're doing.
6: Jerks. You know, it's just probably some sort of chicanery like that the robot like the Stefan Robota business in Toronto, which has always been kinda weird, so. (laughs)
2: Now,
0: what is that? Can you explain that? He he went on
6: IR or something that may or may not have actually been injured. There seemed to be a lot of confusion back in the preseason on the matter, and then there's just been no sign of him since.
0: Hmm. Hmm. So it's almost like trying to bury a contract.
6: Which, maybe.
3: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was more like a cap thing that they were trying to manipulate or whatever. Well, I mean, you know, he's like
6: 37, broken down and on contract for a lot of money for two more years, I think, because, you know, Dave Nannis was good at this.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And, and if you have somebody who has a no movement and a no trade clause, I guess you have to find some way about it, around it. But anyway, yeah. any more thoughts on this or shall we move on to the Penguins? Oh. <laughs> Let's
2: go to the Penguins. Oh, game. yes.
0: <laughs> who wants to start off with the Wednesday game of the Penguins? <laughs> or you know what? We're not even gonna. You know, what? it's not even worth breaking down both games. let
6: were, were two. They were the same game, really. Just uh yeah. Yeah. Neither of them like n- neither of them were especially exciting hockey. That's just not what the Bruins are playing right now. But it's working. It's very, very you know, to use all the all, all the cliche terms, very lunch pale workmanship. are workman hockey. Friday yeah. is an exceptional get there. Um, but you know, so I mean, so the, but because it was the Penguins, just watching them so. A team with so much talent is just so laughably bad, and they know it, and they clearly don't care anymore. The players, they're
2: just oh, jeez.
6: like there's just, oh. just there's there's no joy on the ice. There's efforts, the efforts middling. They're just uh, going through the motions, and it's December, and they're not. Well, they are outside of a wild card, obviously, but yeah, they're not even kind of in striking distance. Actually, I take that back. Um, but yeah, so it's just a mess. And yeah. It's I feel weird. bad for a lot of players there, mostly Phil, really
2: just Phil. <laughs> but,
6: uh, <laughs>
4: I feel bad for uh, Mike uh, Sullivan, who's there now, their new coach, You're just kind of thrown into this dumpster fire. Like, oh, this
2: is bad. Yeah, this I don't feel. Bad.
0: I, I don't feel bad because he's got this awful smirk on his face all the time that <laughs> him. And I, okay, I was not watching back when he was the coach for the Bruins. I. I jokingly say that he's the Bru- uh, you know Bruins fans favorite coach but uh, because that's a lie. Anyway, um but he's just got this look on his face that makes me want to smack him.
4: So,
2: he's he got
6: that um being around John Tortorella for way too many years being Oh assistant. god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tort's is an infectious disease, really.
0: <laughs> I love what Torts does for dogs. Mhm. For yes. rescues. That is great stuff and especially for pit bulls so so i like him in that respect and yeah. i'm sh- you know what when he was doing the stuff on the nhl network he was a nice guy i was like i could get together with torts and have a beer and it would be totally cool you could you, know? all, you,
6: you could find out where muskie is then you know and be able to ask him directly
0: oh god
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: muskie <laughs> Uh, during the, the the playoff series a couple years ago against um, uh, uh, Rangers, someone dug up his yearbook photo from where, from whatever high school it was he went to outside of Boston. Conk, and one of I his think. quotes was, where's Muskie?
2: <laughs> 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 wow. Well,
0: you know, he he went to high school like a couple towns over from here, from yeah. where yeah. I am. So um, maybe was, I can sure go pick it up.
5: Maybe you mean black bear, too. Oh, really? Hey! His his oh. brother coached, um, I think it was Colby College here in Maine, oh. and yeah. his brother's family actually went to my church. Huh. Um, <laughs> okay. So that's one random thing with Torx, but yeah, he his I think his his brother now coaches at like UNH, I think, or something like that, huh. He's an assistant coach there. Yep. Oh. Um. Check
0: fun fact: out. I almost went to Colby. Okay. So um, I don't know how that would have worked out. But anyway, um, <laughs> I loved that they scored six goals on them. Oh, my I loved God. I love that five oh, yeah. of those goals came from Patrice Bergeron and, more importantly, the hat trick by Frankie V. Yes.
4: Toronto yes.
0: We got to talk <laughs> about that. That's the most important thing to talk about. Okay, Nick, you seem oh. to want to go first.
4: I'll say some of those bounces, though, ma'am. I'm you got to be talented to get the bounces, be in the right position, but but some of those bounces couldn't have been packaged any better for the Bruins.
6: Oh, that one off the <laughs> ice came back over Zach uh... Cop's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> head there, and then <laughs> yeah, that was unbelievable. I actually get to
4: watch some of the game. I got to, uh, I had a show that night. I realized I forgot I have NHL games that are live on my phone, so I will just uh, make my brother drive and watch the game. As, as soon as they were down. Uh, the thing was around three two they just gave up though you think yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah
1: Yeah, it was over for them at three two
3: jeez that's so bad
4: (laughs) yeah it it was they were lifeless
6: after that and you know the bruins were like ah we kind of hate you so we're just gonna (laughs) keep on letting them roll yeah i wish more teams would do that to be honest you know yeah A uh, a few years ago the bruins put up like an eight spot i think on calgary and got like Excoriated the media for not letting her, for, 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 for you know, not, not pulling out a mercy rule. No, yes. you're running away with the game. Run, rush shot over, it. demoralize these fuckers. Score 12 goals.
2: <laughs> I'm with you,
1: Jeff. I remember that time frame, and it was nine uh, nothing against Calgary. I think eight two against the Panthers, and then a seven something game against someone else. At it was. I think it was like four quotas in a row. It was insane. Oh,
3: okay. it must have been that November.
6: I think so. November, December 2011, yeah, that was a good run. there.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But a nine spot on Calgary. Oh, God, that was awful. (laughs) You mean awesome?
3: Yes, I do. It was so bad. It was good.
4: (laughs) I was actually uh, up in Massachusetts when all those games were happening, and I actually got to watch it on on Nesson, which was a a cool thing for me. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I remember those games very well. Sagan had a hat trick against the Leafs.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, how did you like that picture that I tweeted at you or in in the conversation of Jack Edwards? I think this is Jack Edwards.
6: Oh, yeah. It was
1: absolutely Jack Edwards.
6: No, that profile it. was definitely Jack, yeah.
0: I couldn't find Brick, so he must have been kind of on uh, Jack's right or something, kind of behind, like, there was, like, the, you know, the partition. I couldn't really uh,
6: too far, Too far back from the edge from your angle.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, the, the Penguins wins were just really great. I just loved yeah. it. But let's talk about the hat trick. Well, did we talk about the hat trick? No, Uh-oh, not no, really. No. First of all, like his, how many games has he even played? 20?
6: Toronto right. has played 17 games.
0: Okay. His first 17 NHL games and he scored a Hattie.
1: Fourth yeah. fastest in NHL history too. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, it's just amazing. It's really great to have. Um, someone who is, uh, you know, he's talented, but he's probably, you know, he, he was undrafted. Yes. Right, so he's not a first-round draft pick or anything like that. Not even a draft pick. He was undrafted. He came from UMass Amherst, and
6: a really low, quiet signing too. You know, and like sometimes the undrafted college free agents are a big deal. Zarnick was uh, Zarnik was was supposed to be one of them, like that. Hmm. No fanfare. It was an early signing. Hmm. Everyone's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, what was it? Because he didn't even make the cut for on on, on, Stanley, on Stanley Cup of Chowders. I'm um, uh, 25 under 25. Or was he like 24th or something like that? Petrano? Yeah. Oh, And then, wow. rookie, camp, and then rookie camp happened. It's like, holy shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, he came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it when these kids come out of nowhere and they just go, look, I deserve to be here. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was kind of like it was kind of like his uh, his uh, debut in a way, you know, like if he were like um, um, a debutante or something like (laughs) he's coming out to the NHL. Like, look, I, too, can score a hat trick. It was gorgeous. It was wonderful. So five of those six goals came from those two guys. And we've talked about Bergie a lot and we'll dedicate like a million shows to Bergie and
6: Zach Bergeron. (laughs) Oh my god that video (laughs) That
3: video was just adorable I wanted to die I have not seen the whole flicks thing
0: yet Uh, I haven't either We have not sat down I I don't feel right watching it without Glenn Mm. And we just haven't had the wherewithal to put it together yet
4: So Yeah I've seen this adorable baby clip. Is that from Behind the Bee or this Epics,
6: epics, I think. epics uh Road to the Winter Classic. Okay. So is, is, that, so is the clip of Martian saying he calls Z, um, uh, uh Zesus, Jesus. which is fantastic. <laughs> I saw those two clips. I don't even need to watch the rest of the episode. I'm done.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's on, like, Good. epics.com or something like that. Or you can get, get to it through nhl.com.
6: Man, oh, man.
0: I just love seeing Bergy so happy being a father. Like, he's just, like, and he's so cute with his baby although oh
3: my god he said yeah. something about his
0: baby eating too much I'm like babies don't eat too much they don't when they get older they do but when they're babies that they eat just the right amount it's fine don't worry about him
2: oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry I don't want to have babies I just
4: want to have burgie babies it's okay we have to talk about the Taves curve again. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
6: oh no, no. <laughs> so, anyway, Bergie and Mar- <laughs> <laughs> one of those Ricky goals was um, basically entirely Marshy's doing, right? It was the shorty. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, so awesome. Because it was it was
6: classic Marsh Mar- 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 and a um, uh, um, uh, uh, shorthanded play. You know, just 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 pinballing around, just like no, 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 you're not touching the puck. This is mine. Thank you. And, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was Pittsburgh doing? That <laughs> that was a power. They were on a power play, and the
4: Bruins um had had a, what, they only had two p- players in the offensive zone, and they couldn't outnumber them. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm compl- supposed
0: to show that they were, they're kind of giving up, uh,
4: right? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, there was a great play by Marsh though. Just to, he was a three. He had three players on him, and he was able to fight them off. Even if you're half-assing with three players attacking. It's like, well, it's three versus one. I might lose. No, he's like, oh, I got this. Oh, I God, remember he, this.
2: Skated, he, he skated through yeah.
6: five kings one time a couple years ago, which
4: is one of
1: the, my favorite clips
6: ever. There's good kings, too. Kop- Kopitar, Doughty, Williams, like all the good kings were on the ice. He's like, no. That, 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 I no. remember
3: that, yeah. <laughs> I was got like, this. excuse me. <laughs> that
2: was also
6: um, also the Bruins were on the penalty kill when that goal was scored.
2: Oh, so, yes.
4: <laughs>
0: well, yeah, because Marshy is the, the master of the shorthanded goal. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: oh Anthony I think with Marshan's shorthand because he's all you know he scores four or five shorthanded goals a year he doesn't approach uh the penalty kill like most forwards do where they win a puck battle and then clear the zone he's always looking up ice mm-hmm. rather than just clearing it and I think you know defense should be used to it by now with how often it happens but no one expects him just to break up ice and mm-hmm. create a scoring chance okay so Yes, Nick. Oh, actually, I got some
4: uh, a little stat for you. Since he's come into the NHL, which was uh, the 2010-2011 season, he actually leads the NHL in shorthanded goals.
1: I How many?
6: It.
1: 18.
6: Oh wow! Wow. Well, he <laughs> didn't he didn't he outscore um, the Vancouver on their power play in the the, the the finals in 2011 or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he personally not the teams. Yeah. Marshy. <laughs>
0: Shorty's by the shorty, right? Yeah. There well, you go. well, you know, obviously this week we are talking about Brad Marchand, so, um, you know, this is just an interesting aspect of his play—the shorthanded goal—and we were talking. Uh, what was it, Jeff? Were you the one who mentioned about Marshy basically setting up Bergie's goal there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
6: So. And it was what? It was glorious. It, it I was think just...
0: I am fascinated by the play between the two of them. You know, it just seems like when Marshy on the rare uh, occasions that he's demoted from that line, he has to, like, fight back and prove that he needs to be back with Bergie. But it's just amazing that he can do that. Basically, I just love to watch Bergie and Marshy play together all the time. And I just Mm -hmm. love to see Marshy be on the receiving end of the the goals on that. I just I, I have thought for a long time since well. I've thought since I've started watching that Berkey makes people look better. But is that Mm -hmm. really the the true thing? Or is it um, that Berkey actually just has the patience to kind of teach his line mates in some way how to play? Yes, Tim.
5: I think that um, Marshan has been a very good player for a long time. And I just think he's kind of gelling with, uh, Bergeron now, and he's just kind of coming into his own. I mean, he's he's always been able to score goals. He's always been very good handling the puck and things like that. But it just seems to be kicked into overdrive. He they're they're relying on him to be a goal scorer because, I mean, he's on that top line with Bergeron, and Bergeron is very good at setting up other players. He's very good at that. We all know that, and he's just able to actually pot the goal i mean he's just kind of they're gelling so well right now
3: kate i just wanted to like kind of jump off of tim's point and just say how he's really kind of evolved as a player over the past few years and taken on a good leadership role and just really um ran with that which i find kind of amazing like i don't know like when i first started watching and i saw him and you seemed kind of like You know, he was like Tyler Sagan's buddy. He was his bro. And it was just kind of like, you know, he seemed like a kind of like a party guy. And then like seeing him earlier on Behind the Bee when he was like, you know, cheering on his teammates for having an excellent shift and just going like all over the place to make sure that he gets that goal. And to, um, you know, sometimes even call out other players for being passengers. And then just, like, making sure that everyone knows that he is doing, like, all he can. He's giving, like, 110% to use that cliché on the ice. I think he's just really evolved as a leader on the team, and I'm really excited about that, you know. He could probably have an A next time, you know, whenever Bergeron becomes the captain. He could get or that A. Who knows?
6: He, well, he might get the part-timer with yeah, Kelly Yeah, Once Kelly's officially off the team, so.
0: yeah. Um, yeah, Anthony, I, I saw that you had your hand up, and then I, I want to make a point.
1: Yeah, but- uh, to Kate's comment on the passengers thing, since that moment, Marchand's gone on a tear, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had, what, six-game six, uh, six game point streak, too, following that. Um, mm-hmm. But Marchand's the one player on the B's roster that makes Bergeron's possessions numbers better. Bergeron can make every, anyone better. We all know that. Um, I think at the end of... This Not last year, but the season before, I was debating with someone on Chowder on if we should keep Marchand or not. And they provided the stats that proved that Bergeron gets better with Marchand next to him. I, I couldn't find them. I would have liked to have uh, had those numbers, though. He's, uh,
6: he's so good that Andrew Berkshire had to write a blog about how good he is. It must have ca- caused that guy physical pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: that was awesome. That was
0: great. Well, Bernie, I mean, uh, Marshy is good. I th- and mm-hmm. that's kind of why we're talking about him now. It's just, I don't know. It's, I feel like a lot of people just think he's just a pest and that he just is kind of an imp on the ice and they don't give him the props for what he actually does, you know? Um, and I really love this new um, version of Marshy where he seems mature, you yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, now, was it last year that we heard that he had gone to a sports psychiatrist over the summer uh, uh. when we all thought, oh, maybe it was Luch who needed that? But, you know, he went to it um, because he wanted to work on himself, improving himself and improving his game and everything. And now I think we're seeing kind of the results of that about that. But also, I think that maybe Tai Tai being out of Boston is a good thing for Marsh. <laughs> yeah, um, Maybe no i mean realistically you know it's just like he doesn't have the distraction there's like not the party animal thing uh marshy's matured off the ice he's matured on the ice i mean he's um he's the real deal he really is and i think that people need to recognize that (laughs) recognize (laughs) but anyway um what are other other aspects we want to talk about marshy
6: He's playing on the power play now. Finally.
4: That is nice. Yeah.
6: <laughs> oh, no kidding. Call, people, people have been calling for that for how many years? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, it's because he's so damn good on the penalty kill with all of his shorthanded goals. You don't want to use them up on the power play too, do you? God. Then you want well, to use like, him in all three phases of the game. What's wrong with you? Anthony.
1: So I just looked up his stats real quick, and he's on pace for 68 points this year, which Holy will be cow. a career high. Oh, mm. But he has more shorthanded goals than power play goals.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the power play thing's kind of new. And so it's like we saw like a, a burst and then it's going to fall off a little bit. And and truthfully, the power play's kind of fallen off a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Still, Still
0: first
4: in so. the NHL, though.
0: Yeah, but it's not like, you know how it's like, I don't know if you were like this this year, but every time they got in the power play, I was just like, yep, you're going to score.
6: Yep, go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, they still are I mean there was the second Penn's game, I think it was uh Louis's goal was on the power play right yeah so they're scoring they're they're not scoring five power play goals a game now, sure, but uh you know they're still they're doing okay I think they're still scoring on the power play more games than not
3: and more so we tough. can't use that as like the bathroom break anymore, really, can we can't, oh, exactly, we, can't, we don't yeah. need to decline the power play anymore, so <laughs> it's actually effective. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't know what to do about it, because I have never seen an effective power play.
6: <laughs> oh, no, two years ago, two years ago, in uh, the Iggy year, we have, that power play was pretty killer. The last year, the, Je- the last year we had Jeff Ward running it somehow.
0: <sighs> oh, Jeff Ward, we're going to see our buddy tonight playing against the That's Devils. Just tonight,
6: like soon, it's a five o'clock game.
0: Oh, well, all right, fine. The sun will be down by then. It'll be tonight. Damn it. It'll
1: be tonight. Yeah.
0: God, God damn it. Damn it. Except oh, oh God, technically. <laughs> well, It won't be <laughs> night for you. No, it won't be. It'll, It'll be, be like, like mid-afternoon. Afternoon.
6: It'll be like a real matinee for
2: Kate It'll as opposed a to a matinee. morning game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
6: she
0: can maybe drink for that
4: one.
3: I could, yeah. <laughs> as Got opposed my to no drinking on the podcast. No drinking on the podcast. <sighs> Is anyone actually drinking
6: beer? I am. Not beer, beer, no. He and I aren't fr- beer and I aren't friends at the moment. I'll give it a few hours.
4: And I'm we'll be cool. on
0: the second one.
6: <laughs> oh wow. Okay. How do you like it?
0: Um, I'm gonna save that for bare necessities.
4: I
2: don't know.
0: I'm gonna keep some suspense.
3: I was saying earlier, I should get like some Baileys or something, or like, you know, make mimosas for myself, or like, you know, spike my coffee so I can join you guys at some point. Oh my God. Tell me me when you're doing mimosas.
0: I will get the mimosa stuff too, and we'll have a mimosa together. Yeah.
3: All right.
4: My my girlfriend. (laughs) My girlfriend will join us on that podcast for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay. Well, yeah, well, we haven't, you know, unfortunately, we're not having the podcast uh, Christmas party right now. We could invite significant others and other people who want to attend our animals. I don't know. um, Animals. (laughs) And have mimosas and stuff. Of course, you all have to go buy your own stuff for mimosas. But, you know.
3: Yeah, because you can't really send that over. the We have to wait
0: till summer for the actual party, which I think it would be a blast to do like a podcast. During the party. Oh, my God. <laughs> we just have to get some, like, multiple microphones or something. I don't know how we would do it. We'd figure out a way. Um, we wouldn't have to use Skype, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's a side. But, yeah, mimosas, I'm totally down for mimosas. Okay. I like bubbly stuff.
3: Me, too.
6: Too. Anyway.
3: Yes, back to hockey.
6: <laughs> I got another Brad stat.
4: Okay, Brad. Yes. So Brad at Marshall has three power play goals this year. Not that many. But that is equal his total for the past uh two seasons. He had one yeah. last year and then two the season before that.
3: And also um, like he had like yeah. twenty goals last year, right? And he's like on like he's hmm? like that what, like twelve or thirteen now? I mean fifteen.
2: Fifteen.
3: 15. 15. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought, but I was like, No, that can't be right. So
2: which
3: yeah, one pays for 41. yeah he hit 24 you know,
6: last year. There was yeah. serious talk in the preseason that after his, his um, elbow surgery that 40 was possible, and that's actually looking like it might happen. So, yeah. And everyone's like, no, he's not going to get 40. He's just Brad Marchand. No, he's Brad motherfucking Marchand boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know
4: somewhere out there on the internet, some <laughs> on record typing that I think he'll reach 30, mm-hmm. um, which, I mean, that seems like a conservative estimate now. Yeah. Knock on like, wood. He's
2: happy yeah,
6: there. Yeah. there his shooting percentage is normal. It's only 15.8. His, his rate stats are pretty tame as well. His uh his points per 60 is, is only is 1.76, which is actually the second lowest of his career in a full season. Yeah. Huh. Which means he could score more? Yes.
0: <laughs> Brad, if you're listening, which I hope you will be, I want you to score all the goals that all you possibly goals. can. I have all one. four of it for it. Yes. All the goals, get all the assists, do all the stuff. I'm I'm good. I, I love that. You do that. I believe in you. Yes, Anthony.
1: And to make it all better with Marchand's increased scoring, he's doing it with an increased defensive zone time start. Wow. Whoa. He's oh, starting fantastic. in the defensive zone more. <laughs>
6: he's got a, 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 um, a relative uh, zone offensive zone start of minus – Minus six point six nine, and if you look at player usage charts, you know, those fancy bubble charts,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's way, way, way
6: up in the in the, in the uh, left corner <laughs> with, with with Bergeron, and Chara, Trotman, and Connolly, and everyone else is just nope, we're over here. Which All means ahead. that he's it's just much more difficult for him. <laughs> well, and and the, the time on ice for his competition, his time on ice per sixty is, is huge. It's second in the team as well, at, behind mm. so mm-hmm. yeah. It, He's got some pretty mean minutes he's taking on, and he's still just, just destroying worlds.
0: I really think that sa- uh, says a lot about uh, Claude and um, whomever. Who is it? Sacco? What's his name? It's Sacco. Claude's, Claude's, Claude's uh, belief in him. Mm. Mm. Really. Claude. That's what it comes
2: weird. Yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> because he's just like, you know, I, I can start you here, and I feel like this is a good decision, and it is. It really is. You're going to get goals, and... All sorts of fun things.
4: I, I got to admit, um, at the start of the season, even before the the Bruins were struggling,
6: I did not think this team would be this good. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> It's I so had, crazy. I, I, I'd, I'd accepted that this would be a bad team. And holy shit, we're probably the hottest team in the league right now with the exception of the Caps. So,
2: mm.
0: <laughs> um, you know, um. At first, when Sweeney was making decisions that I thought were terrible, (laughs) you know, that first week, it was just like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Uh, And then after I calmed down, I was just like, "Okay, well, I'm going to accept that he knows what he's doing right now. um, And until I'm proven otherwise, I'm just going to let it be. I thought it would be an interesting season. I did think that it was going to be bad. Um, I won't. I won't lie that I I wouldn't say that I thought they were going to be in the cellar or something like that, uh, or the basement, depending on what term you like to use. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but I didn't think that they would be, you know, trying to, you know, displace Montreal. Oh, this (laughs) just makes that winter. This makes the winter classic
3: game even better. Oh yeah, I know. Three points
6: back, three games in hand right now because Montreal lost last night.
3: Yeah, they lost to Dallas. That was amazing. I wanted to see that game, but I couldn't because I guess it was on NBCSN. WTF, BBQ or whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't watch it. I wanted to see them get dismantled, but. <laughs> I wonder. You know,
0: usually, uh, well, actually, games that they are going to put on NHL Network, they also do that too. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, Uh okay wait a minute I got Tim and I got Nick I'm gonna let Tim go first then Nick okay Okay. Tim
5: speaking of like the about the Bruins and their how their season's going I think the biggest thing that's uh been why they've been so successful this season is the emergence of young players like Vitrano coming up and playing well uh Landon Ferraro off waivers playing really well
3: that was amazing um.
5: Colin Miller's, <laughs> Colin Miller's playing really well. I think just the emergence of the young players gelling really well with the veterans is why they're doing well. I mean, that was a big key to this season anyway, and we're seeing them be successful with that.
0: Yeah. All right,
4: Nick. Yeah. Well, I now have two things. As a person in human resources, I know when you have a turnover percentage of 33%, when typically you're only used to having a turnover of, say, 10%, that's huge for an organization to suddenly deal with it. Hockey players isn't like retail, where you're expecting 80% turnover over the course of a year. Um, again, no, it's, it's a very cohesive family. So, yeah, I, I thought that the turnover was going to hurt them, but, and it did in mm-hmm. the beginning. It definitely did. Oh, for sure. Well, and point two. Oh, this is for all the listeners and for all of you. Um, to get around those blackouts on Game Center Live, <laughs> download Ola Internet. It's an extension for Chrome and I assume for Firefox as well. Um, it will then – you can then – once you download it, it can, you can make your computer, your internet, appear like it's in Spain or Iceland, Mexico. <laughs> Pick somewhere or the game isn't blacked out. And that way, you can then go into Game Center Live, uh, view it from Spain, where NHL Network and NBC Sports, Center, uh, Sports Network is not available there, so
6: they can't black it out. That's how I'm able to watch all these games.
4: <laughs> that may
3: or may not be illegal.
6: <laughs> alternatively, Canada's FCC has basically ruled, no, you can't black out national broadcasts.
2: So, nice. Oh. <laughs> so,
0: if you're Kate, you're going to pretend you're either from Canada or Sweden, or sometimes yeah. Finland.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say like at yeah. the beginning of the year like I remember like saying to a number of people like just making jokes about Don Sweeney having graduated from Harvard Business School and not even like looking like it, you know, because of his transactions. But he's really restored my faith in him with what he's done. And I even remember like, you know, I was talking with Jeff even about trading Tuka on my uh, my fantasy team because, holy crap, he was really bad. <laughs> and Or, like, the defense was bad, and so he was bad, but I'm glad I didn't now because well, he's just on fire. If so, you remember, Nick pointed out that October
0: is a bad yes. month for Always Tuca. Always bad month. Yes, he yes. starts very slowly.
6: And with the chaos on the team in front of him, that was particularly bad.
0: Yeah. yeah. It like, yeah. was a
6: special kind of bad this year in October. But... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: you start off a defense without Chara. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of people who are actually, you know, fifth and sixth pairing, but then they're not even that uh, on a good team at all. You, yeah. you start off a defense like that for the first two weeks. Yeah, you're going to lose games. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> you, know, um, <laughs> you know, and certainly, you know, I, 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 the point I want to point out, the point I want to make is that it takes time for chemistry to build. Yes, you cannot expect, especially you know, training camp is really short. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, it's basically it's like you've got like a week of training camp and then you're thrown into games and I guess the games are part of training camp and stuff. But you can't build chemistry in a week, in two Mm -hmm. weeks, in three. I mean, it's very rare that you could get people that just click. And then what you will have is what you you'll have people who will click for a short amount of time, but then ultimately like long-term it doesn't really work. So this team is still um, trying to find its way. It's mm-hmm. it's a little bit better off than it was because they're, they're playing pretty hot right now. We might have figured out the lines that work, mm-hmm. um, but then we're going to have to think about what happens when Postronaut comes back from his rehab assignment or juniors or whatever he's going to be doing.
3: I'm so excited. He's in Providence now. I'm so glad he's playing again. This is going to be so cool when he comes back. I know, but <laughs> he's
0: he's playing with Providence, but they're not playing in Providence for a while. Last mm. night was the last night for a while. Which makes me sad. But as Tim pointed out, I could just go to Springfield to go see them. It is about equidistant.
6: True. You know? You're only even odds to get stabbed there, right? So Yeah, that's the other thing. You could do worse than even odds. Yeah. I <laughs> like Springfield.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> I, is it really that bad? Um
6: kind of bad on a scale of one to worcester um it doesn't <laughs> I, I actually i'm
3: okay
0: in worcester well, not all parts of worcester but I'm, I, i've been okay in worcester i mean it's one of those things where it's like it seems probably a lot scarier scarier than it is um but it, I live I Canada. So... we don't
6: have violent crime here so <laughs> um
0: all right so do we have any okay so the, one more question
6: Sorry. Isn't play related, this is um sort of longer term. He's on contract for one more year next year, right after this year. Uh cap hits uh four and a half million. Real salary next year is five million. He's got a he's got a backloaded contract
2: actually. Mm. So
6: uh now this of course again, and I don't we've we've beaten this horse before, but it's entirely relevant. Is um you have both Marsh and 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 Louis Erickson playing out of their minds this season. Mm-hmm. He's a UFA this summer. Martian a year later. I um, suspect they're gonna have to make a choice there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
6: if Sweeney's smart, he will, you know, throw a contract at Martian. You know, as soon as July comes around when he's eligible, a year before his current one expires. Problem you know. is, he's proceeding to have a career year. What do you think about it? What, what, what do you give Martian? I, I, I'd say. Seven over three is a starting. As, as, as would be not bad. I don't want to give him tons of term if it can be avoided, but
3: seven. Wow. Yeah, so I like million, It's, a two, million
6: raise, it's a two million rees. two million dollar raise there. That's probably so pretty five realistic. Five
3: next year. Probably six. Six point five. I'd go six point five. If think. he
6: scores thirty five goals or something this year, though, you can't pick, give him that little. That's the thing, right? Yeah, the, that's true. Parables. Seven's conservative he v- v- scores over 30 goals.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Look,
0: I, I have to – look, I don't like to get into these numbers things. I love mm-hmm. math. I hate talking salaries. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, part of it is because I, I, I have a, a small handle on that right now. Um, but I wonder if there is any value in trying to appeal to Brad in such a way to say, like, you know – you really like playing Bergie. You like playing here. You know, it's. Uh, is there any way we can kind of make a home deal?
6: Mm. Now, this is anything? a case where I could see it happening because he's playing with Bergie. They're they're a hive mind, right?
0: Yeah. He's, I wouldn't say that. I like to think they're. Brothers. I know.
6: I mean. I mean. My, my point is, you know, we're talking. I'm not kidding. We're not talking. Sadine clearly sharing the same brain hive mind. <laughs> you know, they're hard wired together though.
0: <laughs> I think that there is a mutual respect. Mm-hmm. of each other and their play and i think that honestly they remind me a lot of brothers
3: Aww,
0: i i like to think of it that way i just think they're absolutely adorable together um and yes that's coming from an old woman so i love
3: that when they like I scored just, on the P- pens game like bergy like just kind of like fell over with Marcia. i was like oh that's so cute you know, i like, squeed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, love it, but
0: I really think that there is there is value in trying to appeal to to Marshy to kind of maybe take a deal. He's got roots here okay. now. I, yep, yep, yep. A wife and everything. Ooh, mm-hmm. Ooh. it's okay. the dad. Oh my! <laughs> uh, Tim, say. Tim is dying here. He's got to have some word in here. So go.
5: I just don't think that he's going to take a hometown deal, nor would he be willing to. I just feel like if you come at him with a low number, he just seems like the type of person that would possibly get offended by that. And you don't want contract negotiations to go south at that point. And I think almost coming in and being like, hey, what about 6 million is almost on that line. You have to play a very fine line with him because players can get, turned off by something in an instant like that and okay. I don't want that to happen with him. Keep
0: keep in mind when I'm talking hometown discount I'm not talking like what the Red Sox did with Lester. I'm talking about coming under enough that you show the player that you respect them but maybe you're not going to give him
3: 7 million. Do you know. something like they did with Tory Krug, where they said, okay, we're going to give you a little bit now, and then we promise we'll pay you more later or something after that term. If you if you really wow us, if you amaze us, They've we will definitely increase They've done that with Marchand, increase...
6: though, right? Have yeah. they? His, yeah. his second contract was uh, $2.5 a, a year for two years.
0: Oh. And then, there, then he signed then, this yeah, one. Yeah, okay. I mean— you know, obviously, it's like I look at somebody like Bergie, and I think that they, I think he kind of took a little bit of a discount. Oh, I he think took he a
2: huge. Make- much. Oh, Six yeah.
6: eight seven five. He could be, he could be making well Taves' money, actually, realistically speaking. <laughs> should I talk about the Taves curve again? Oh uh, my <laughs> no, <right now. laughs> <No>, but, <laughs> but what? So, so keep in yeah, mind, Bergie should be making more than because he's more, he's more dominant in every facet of the game. Like Taves is an excellent player, yes, 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 but Bergie just runs the show when he's on the ice. Right. I, only, I, he's making under 70 years. Yeah, just, sucked, you know, making absolutely.
4: more
0: than him. Yes. This, right? mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Preachy's our highest paid player.
0: Yeah. So, so keep in mind, when I'm saying hometown discount, maybe I'm using the term wrong, but I'm not talking about undercutting him so much that it makes no sense for him to be here. Um, I think, you know, you can probably – you can offer him a number that shows that you respect him. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep him in town, and it won't be, like, blowing your cap. Um,
6: seven over three is good for that. Yeah. Probably.
2: Um, probably.
6: Because, um, because it's uh, not too much term. He'll be 31 when it's over. 30 or 31 when that run. Well, it wouldn't be 32 because he's 27 now. He's got another year on this contract. Young enough to get another decent payday from whether it was from Boston or somewhere. Manageable manageable cap dollars, respecting his val- he, the value he's been, been providing without going crazy. So I hope that's uh, what Sweeney tries to go for.
0: Excellent. Okay, Kate?
3: I was just going to say something like in terms of, I don't I don't know if you could like offend him with a negotiation unless you're like saying, okay, like from like 5 million to like 5.25. And I always thought like the negotiation game was like, you know, management is going to try to like make it as low of a number as possible, but the player is going to ask for like the world and then you're going to meet somewhere in the middle. And I think that's, you know, I thought that was just like standard practice. So I don't. I don't think like it's. I don't think we could. Hopefully, hopefully we don't offend him, and like, and then he'll be like, you know, screw you guys, I'm going home or whatever. But um, I think I think that they have a good working relationship already, and I think that they (laughs) could. (laughs) What?
0: No, keep going, keep going. That was just (laughs) me being immature. Go, go, go.
3: Oh, (laughs) jeez. (laughs) <laughs> I think that I think they could work something out between him. And I have actually thought about this and, you know, Brad Marchand is younger than Louis Erickson and you can't get around that. And so, you know, if it came between the two, I think it would be, you know, you would have to go for keeping Brad. Honestly, yeah. if it had to be an either or you would have to keep Brad. Okay. I want to pose that question
0: after we finish up a couple of points, I've got some people sure. lined up, but that is, we're going to come down to that question. Um, so Anthony's next.
1: So one thing, too, uh, NHL.com has reported that the salary cap could jump from the 69-point-whatever-mill this season to almost 75 next year. Mm. So that's a huge increase. Uh, we, you know, depending on the contract Louie gets, you could maybe keep both with money like yeah. that.
6: But I'm skeptical about that, just because a Canadian do- dollar has um has not had a strong month. It's gone down further, so.
0: So we could be looking at 72.
6: I think so. It's I think that projection's really bullish on the part of the NHL there. So. Yeah,
0: I thought I thought they they were predicting like 72, and it was at 69 um, for hmm. this past year. So uh, I usually take that estimate and I just uh, subtract three million from it. Nick.
4: Oh. If you're looking at a contract, a comparable contract for Marsh, uh, it's not perfect. But look at Vladimir Tarasenko. He's oh. putting up similar numbers. He's, he is younger. He's only 24. Uh, but he's getting paid $8 million a season. Wow. Uh, so you mm. kind of need to look at that. I think uh, Marsh would take less than that uh, only because I, I do think he'll go with a hometown discount. And seven, seven and a half, that's a hometown discount.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's a foregone conclusion that you'd yeah. have to pay him more than uh, than mm. Berkey and Krejci now at this point because the way Ooh. the salary cap goes.
6: Yeah, I mean, yeah, and Parasenko's AAV seven and a half is not bad. It's only a little bit more than Krejci. That's cool. Yep. I'm hoping for a Paul Stasny contract, rather. Another Blues comparable actually was specifically what I had in mind, the short-term mm. decent, uh, decent AAV A V A V. Okay, that's good. But uh but you know, either way, that's not bad. That's that's pretty manageable, I think.
0: <laughs> All right, Tim, I know you had some thoughts here.
5: Yeah, I think that with to Jeff's point, I think something with um lower amount of years, higher AV would be my want there. I think that I prefer contracts like that where you have um not as many years, but you have the higher annual value there um, for the player, kind of gives the, like he said, gives the player the opportunity to get another payday after the fact. And then to Kate's point about not thinking that the player could be offended by it, I think that if you come in at like something below seven, I think he would get offended. I just think it's one of those things where players, I've seen it so many times, not necessarily in hockey, but other sports where players are just, totally put off by it and then it totally goes south i know va you said something about the lester thing i mean they came in and offered him like 80 million dollars over four years which i know in hockey dollars that's insane but for baseball that's fairly average and he then they then ended up trading him because they couldn't come to a deal and he ended up signing for like 155 million dollars so ryan
6: o'reilly is the a point to look at in this case, in in this situation.
5: Mm-hmm. There you go.
6: Yeah. Because if if that goes that badly, you can see it'll never come back. Because that, that that saga went on for what three years before yep. they finally traded him.
0: Oh wow. Yeah, hey, where's he now in Buffalo? Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. He's kicking ass and taking names there actually too. So good <clears> on him. <it>. But uh. <laughs> uh
0: yeah. Uh. We don't. We don't want anything bad to happen. No. Come on. No. Um. But uh, OK, so just to wrap up this part of the conversation, let's say you can't keep Brad and Louie. Who are you keeping? You can tell me why. You can not tell me why. That's totally fine with me. Uh, we're going to start off with Anthony.
1: Uh, Brad, every day. Um, he's got way too much defensive responsibilities to let walk. Being younger, too, helps long term. And, of course, his play with Bergeron.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So you're not worried about the whole, uh, like, you've traded every piece away from... The- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I could give two shits about that deal. if we can keep okay. I, I'm not saying
0: that I do. It's just no, I, it's I the you. question that has to come out. I that, mean, I awesome, guess we have Moro awesome. at that point, right? Yeah. Uh, who wants to go next? Nobody wants to touch this. Ah, Nick, come on
4: uh marsh yep he's better he's younger and that's that's pretty much it as and since we're talking about the sagan trade we have a new gm now so it you just you you can't look at the past anymore we have a new gm he's in charge it's his rules he doesn't care about the past he's correcting the past so you gotta do what's best for the future
0: okay i i just want to just tell you this I don't
6: give a shit about the tra- uh, the trade anymore.
0: Yeah. I don't. Well, our listeners, question-
4: do. our the- listeners
6: do VA. Oh, yes. Yes, I know. <laughs> listeners need to breathe in and out of a paper bag a few times and call them. Yeah. I know that
0: some people really care about it deeply, and it's it's just a follow-up question that has to happen. Yes. That's all. Okay? Okay, so we have Anthony. We have Nick. Who else? Come
3: on, Kate. Me hey, no. Okay, I was just cuz I didn't even consider that trade when I was talking about keeping Brad over Louie, but I think what I would do is I would do the same thing and then like just become a social media hermit for the next 3 months and I don't want to hear anything about that, but I mean, Nick is right. We started the chapter, but you know Boston media is going to go all over this if we do trade Louie, but you know, I mean, I I just think it does make more sense like you know like just business in a business sense it makes more sense to keep Brad, even though the media is gonna you know just have a real field day with it i'm sure they will i'm sure they will all right kate i have a follow-up for you
0: yes okay in your heart of hearts you want to keep both i know
3: you i do okay yes
0: who are you gonna get rid of to keep both just just this is just totally argument
3: i hate you (laughs) you hate me Ah, oh, no, oh, I'm just saying me. that. You're like, hey, hate you for posing that question. I haven't even thought about that. Um, uh... let's see what we could do with like maybe, oh god. Well, we've got like a lot of surplus of goalie prospects. We could probably throw Coco in there. Um.
6: But but that's not really the question. This is about cap space creation, I think. I really. know, <laughs> I know.
3: Who are we getting rid of? I am a bitch. Oh, Kevin Miller. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that. Oh yes,
6: Kevin Miller and his seven hundred thousand dollars. Yes.
3: Yeah, we'll just get rid of him first. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't no, know. Okay,
0: I okay. That, okay. that was ahead. that that was a very loaded question. I just was crazy. I just
6: know yes,
3: that you the want. I've got
6: general manager in front of me here too. I'm just like I can't see anyone that would.
3: You can't. Not yet. There's... No.
6: That is because there's actually, all things considered, not that many high-salary players on this team right now.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. You know what?
0: Anthony has let me know that he wants to actually answer this question. Ooh, okay. Yeah, let's go. You know. need he- a
1: couple of minutes.
0: Okay, he'll answer this question <laughs> in a couple of minutes. I'll come yeah. back to him. So, so Jeff, we're not going to ask you that question unless you really want to answer that one. Um, but uh, you're back to the the Brad and Louie one.
6: I mean, I love them both, like, seriously, passionately. I loved Louie long before he was uh, before he was a Bruin I was excited he was coming a Bruin you, know, he did trade, <laughs> have you that wasn't you know, the circumstances were, were sub-ideal but it is what it is that said Brad all the way he's younger he's much more vital vital to this team he makes Bergie better which holy shit that shouldn't be possible um mm-hmm. I'm
0: telling you they're brothers they're brothers
6: <laughs> and so it's not not really a challenge there now, now the problem you run into there of course is uh their team's playing well. It's in a, It could conceivably be, you know, not just in a playoff draw, but in a strong one. Um, how do you handle the Louis, Louis situation at that point? Because you've painted yourself into a corner where, best mm-hmm. case, you're going to get, like, a sixth for his rights if, mm-hmm. you have, if you have to hold on to him. Which, if you're in a playoff run, you do, because it's Louis Erickson, and he is mm-hmm. very important on this team right now.
2: Um mm. uh,
6: so, there's a conundrum there and I'm okay with, with that with with had circumstances to be at the end of the day. Yeah. It's playoff hockey. But um
4: uh, a few I'm... podcasts ago, I did say the the status of Louie will be are they out of the playoffs on February 29th? Yeah. Right mm-hmm. deadline. And if they're in, you just you just accept your anilism. Uh I I do think you you to quote uh, football here, you play to win the game. And <laughs> but <laughs> you know wonderful. you gotta have
0: that look that Herm Edwards had. Sorry.
4: Well, this is a podcast and people don't <laughs> know what I look like. Um, I actually do like Herm Edwards for the listeners. But uh, so a little bit. You, you, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you, you, you keep them and just you, you say no, we're gonna lose them. You've been a good friend, but uh, we'll, we'll keep you on, but uh, we'll lose you for nothing.
0: Well, I mean, keep in mind that you know we've got Marshy through yeah. the next season, so it's not mm-hmm. it's not absolutely. This is just something that we're just positing on. Well, I, I mean, wonder- that's
6: the GMing. That's what GMing is, though. You have to say, figure all the range of the term. You can't just throw somebody yeah. a contract and say, "I'll deal with it in three years" or the next guy. Yeah, the you got biggest... to always. know what? The way you are when you do that? You're Dave Nonus.
2: I <laughs> I don't
0: I don't, I, don't, I, just, I don't want people to get unnecessarily upset. That's all. Mm-hmm. I've I've been kind of mean today. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a deep breath and and one out, and everything's fine. You're so. Um, but Anthony wanted to answer this question.
3: Ooh,
1: he said, "I don't." Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you go ahead. I don't have a, a trade partner for this to make this happen because it's going to require some trading. Um, and I and a third team to
0: shock the world.
1: Yes. <laughs> bring in a 13. <laughs>
0: okay, so anyway,
1: go ahead. Um and especially with these both being Don Sweeney acquisitions/signings slash signings already, but if we could make a trade to get to push Hayes and McQuaid off the roster. That mm-hmm. clears up roughly about $5 million in cap hit. Air, um Kelly's cap hit comes off the books next year, mm-hmm. Charis drops next year, gives mm-hmm. you all sorts of cap the space. Retained, the
6: retained Luchs space comes off next year too.
1: Yeah, ah, that's big. Um, but that that clears your cap space, and it doesn't quite hurt your roster either. With Morrow and Trotman currently sitting on the ninth floor, Posternak on a 14-day conditioning stint in Providence, he fills the third-line right wing slot.
6: I'm sold. <laughs> I'm okay with that, yeah. And you know, the other thing too is there are still good call-ups. Um, Seth, Griffith yeah, kicking ass and taking names right now in Providence. Um, yep, yeah. Mark, D- Mark Diver saying's like he. Should needs to get a call up next time we need a winger.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Now we have a plethora of wingers right now, but you know how the injury bug tends to happen. So, right, we can we, we can we could afford to, to to shed a few midline wingers. I Think you got a good uh, you got a good angle there with and Hayes has been he's been okay average.
2: Yeah,
6: <laughs> I was hoping a little bit more from Hayes, but that's, he's a bit, he's about right.
4: I think yeah. he's
0: just gonna be streaky. I think he's gonna yeah. have some games where he does really well, but it, when he does well, uh, the whole third line does well. Mm-hmm. Like they all like tend to score together and all that stuff there. But then they'll be quiet for many, many games. You know, um, I didn't have a lot of hopes for Hayes. I just thought it was kind of a
3: kind of like a head scratcher. Like, oh, okay.
0: Well, we've just I, got
3: rid of Riley Smith for him, so it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I. Eh. Oh, you know, but
6: we didn't just get rid of Riley Smith. We got rid of the the abstract concept of of Mark Savard, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, if we (laughs) can't have
0: Mark Savard as he is, uh, there's no use in having his paper contract. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, if we can have Mark Savard the way he was, so Mm -hmm. it's okay. He's still brewing. All right. I, myself, would keep Marshy. Um, I'm not as beholden to Louis. Louis has been playing really great. He has. Um, I think, in a way, I've kind of thought that he's probably going to get traded at some point, but I really hope not. I, I I, really hope that this team just plays hot, continues to be hot, gets hot at the right time, and just shocks everyone. That's what I want. Up, oh, Tim. One
5: thing with the Louis versus um, Brad I think it just comes down to beyond age, beyond everything else, just comes down to this. I think that as much as I like Louie and how he's playing, I think it's easier to replace Louie than it is Brad. And that's what it comes down to for me is that it just, it's just easier to replace Louie than Brad on this roster.
0: And I think there's something to be said for your homegrown players too. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, they've spent a lot of time developing Martian.
3: Oh yeah. He was like a fourth liner at one point. You know, he came up from Providence, I think, and like was on the fourth line at skating originally, and he mm-hmm. just moved himself up. <laughs> so that's great. So there's a, there's you know there's a time investment, but there's also like an actual like
0: um there's just something there's like this intangible stuff that you can't replace if you just get rid of Marshy, Once yeah. you have somebody growing up through the 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 the, uh, the, the ranks.
6: Yes. Now, this is unhockey related, but, um, uh, you know, it's uh, however many times it is that, that Joe Haggerty has said we're trading Marchand. Oh. I want him to be a Bruin for life to, because fuck you, Hags. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we all I'll get a
0: good fuck you, Hags? One, two, three. Fuck, fuck you, you, Hags. Zidane is going to totally be a real estate agent. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. That was One
1: funny day. as <laughs> hell.
0: I, yeah, but, you know.
1: No. the reason last year was just bullshit. amazing
3: it was like quite the leap
1: i'd joke. buy a house from him
3: oh yeah for sure well, i'm pretty sure if he tells you
6: you're buying this house you buy it from him guys this is important the uh the baron the, fir- the first episode of the baron gang cartoon just dropped yep. oh my that's god
3: i gotta <laughs> i need to in like, time for your birthday oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah happy birthday jeff <laughs>
6: Thank you. That <laughs>
3: is like the strangest concept ever. I, I'm going to watch it, but I'm just like, why am I watching this? What am I on? You know, it's just so weird. I guarantee I seen so
0: things that are stranger,
6: so.
3: I bet you have. I bet I have too, but it's just yeah,
6: like. I, I love the live action bear in the gang, but I Me understand too. why they're moving away from it because it's a, you know, time, time con- all Time yeah. is ruined. So. Mm-hmm.
3: And you, like, you, the- you can record your voice anywhere, so Yeah. I don't phone. think they even
6: use their voices because it's the really? it's it, it's it's like um the old the old cartoons on on uh, on SNL um, yes. that animation and it's also the teasers were not Brad and Z's voices.
0: Oh,
3: okay, they weren't. Yeah. They were really close. I thought yeah. I su- I heard that they were using their voices, but maybe I'm wrong. And then if they aren't, what's they, the they, whole point? They, you know, they, they, they really sound
6: funny. They, they sounded to me like someone. Imitating them? Say one person imitating both of them to me. But.
0: Oh my god, I, I have no, to no, see this no, It would be so great if they took audio footage from them, just took out random words and put them all yeah. together, like did an oh. audio like, collage. <laughs> Alright, so now is the time in the show when we talk about our bare necessities, the things that we have to drink while we're watching The Bruins this week, although, honestly, they've been playing pretty hot, so we don't have to drink too much. More of a, you know, just something to keep us nice and cool. So, who wants to go first? I'll go first.
2: Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> I am
0: gonna go first because I said that I wanted to go first. Wow, I feel like Kurt Hapley. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there are all these parks and Wreckers out there. Oh my
3: god. Okay, so this is the week. <laughs>
0: This is the week that I found that magical elixir. The Narragansett Autocrat coffee milk stout. It's stout with coffee added. It's made an honor, sold on merit. It has this big long thing on the back. <laughs> I haven't read yet.
6: And it is peak Rhode Island.
0: <laughs> oh my God, I leveled up in Rhode Island today. It's just fabulous. <laughs> I just loved it. Um, I managed to find it at a place I've never gone before, it's kind of new. They uh, had things laid out in strange ways, including a sign that said "jug wine." But anyway. <laughs> um,
5: <laughs> Sounds like the best wine.
0: Ooh, oh yeah, It, brought, it, it, it really back to being 17 years old. <laughs> anyway, um, I found it and it is lovely. It's got, it you know, I I love stouts because I feel like they're milkshake for adults, uh, milkshakes Ooh. for adults uh, except they have alcohol in them. They're like. Thick and kind of sweet and kind of wonderful. And this one has this huge coffee flavor to it. I really have to say I recommend it. It is lovely. I just want to drink all of them.
1: They're Um, so good.
0: They are so good. And see, Jeff's going to get to try some soon. I don't know if you can get them down there, Nick.
2: I have to
4: go to the uh, beer specialty store. But, yeah, they're not too hard to come by. I live in a hipster town, so specialty beer stores are – They're, they're, they're I, we have two really good ones here. Yes.
5: I have to try to find this then because coffee and booze are my two favorite things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is – it is delightful. You really, really need to pick it up. It's I think it's the best Narragansett that I've ever had. Uh, Barely
5: on topic.
6: Brought to you by Gansett. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: but I have been chronicling – trying to find this in so many different ways and I was trying to not be sad and I found it finally we also got the big Mamie one uh, which Ooh. is American Pale Ale which um, that's more of my husband's thing so I'm going to let him try it and he'll tell me and then I'll try it so anyway that was me uh, let's go to the birthday boy Jeff woo on he- his birthday by the way so ha- happy birthday send, send some comments his way happy belated birthday anyway
6: so um well I'm uh, I'm drinking coffee right now not booze but uh I don't know I'm going to maybe get off my ass and get to the store after but this mm, well I don't know what I'll be drinking because I will be at my parents' house by the game against Buffalo on boxing day mm. so um and uh, I might not catch the Blues game on Tuesday so what am I drinking tonight I don't know yet I have whiskey, but I'm not really feeling the whiskey because I'm already hung over. Um. <laughs> All right, so water. <laughs> <laughs> Orange juice uh, or something. No, no, I probably will drink. I just don't know what. Yeah, You know, I got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have
0: a problem in that you don't have anything, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, okay. I am so excited that you're coming down. Me too. I, I am going to meet you and you're going to buy me beer.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's terrible. I am a terrible person. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, Kate.
3: Oh, well, I um, uh, My secret Santa came. My secret Santa's gift came for me yesterday. And in it were two bottles of wine from sunset meadow vineyards out in Connecticut. So I really wanted to say thank you to my secret Santa who happens to be the most interesting man on chowder. And who is also chains? No, my chain smoker. But it's a really hey, good Joe. Yeah, Joe, yes, Joe. He got me um, a Merlot and a Cayuga White, and I had a bit too much of the Merlot last night, but it was really quite nice. It was really good, and it made me think about the Merlot line. And I'm <laughs> oh. going to be drinking about that. I know I'm going to be drinking of that probably for the next week or so. I'm going to really- be drinking about that. <laughs> About that <laughs> About that much. I'm gonna be drinking it probably for the next week or so. And it was a very nice, thoughtful gift. He also gave me some cheese from Connecticut to go with the wine. Excellent. Yeah, it was it nice. Th- sounds like a good time. Definitely. <laughs>
5: Timmy. Oh boy. So it's one of those weeks where payday's not till Christmas Eve. Uh, so I have found this lovely bottle of um it's called black velvet (laughs) (laughs) it is a canadian whiskey um that's blended birth distilled for three years under the supervision of the canadian government might i add and the bottle here it's um it's it's a fifth and it's um Normally ten dollars and fifty cents. Not <laughs> I. Got I found it for nine dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh, quite terrible.
2: It, it, it sweat does. Ran the sweat. <laughs>
0: okay, oh, I just want to say one thing right now. Who uh, else is thinking that they want to have another podcast where we make Timmy drink things? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> i really would like to do that <laughs> or we could all pick up something that's for, awful like, less than five dollars <laughs>
0: yeah something that's ch- really cheap and awful and try it uh i really wish we could all be in the same room for this oh, that would be all awesome. try it together like buy a time zone crying out loud i know <laughs> it's just be so funny though i just i i don't know somehow tim is just so adventurous so adventurous
6: and he's <laughs> just willing to drink absolute swill for the rest of us so. <laughs>
0: i think I mean, it needs to be documented
5: <laughs> i mean i go the extra mile yeah. <laughs> you, you go above and beyond timmy
3: <laughs> for science for science yes
0: <laughs> oh okay move on to somebody who probably respects himself a little too much. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony!
1: Well, I was staring at my rug the other day, and I realized how much it really tied the whole room together. (laughs) That's just my opinion, man. So, I was drinking some White Russians for the Edgerton game.
0: (laughs) Nice. First of all, I was like, staring at his rug, I'm like, oh, oh where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> but then I got it.
6: You're just sitting there quietly planning that response, weren't you, Anthony?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you know, okay, aside, I don't get the Big Legbowski. Yeah. I've seen it. I'm not, but... Is it one of those movies where it's like if you're trying to get something that you're trying too hard, you should just enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I have a problem with that sometimes where it's like I'll watch something and I'm like, what am I trying to get out of this? Oh, okay. Anyway, um, so I'm trying to get something out of it and I just uh, just, – I'm thinking too hard. Okay. So anyway, Nick.
4: Well, i got to say this podcast has actually kind of ruined me. <laughs> uh, in more ways than one But the biggest problem is Before this podcast I was a proud drinker Of cheap beer it, I was a beer snob And I'm like no And then I finally got rid of my addictions And I just became drinking you know, Bud Light uh, Coors Heavy was my go-to mm-hmm. But no You guys <laughs> gotta drink good stuff
0: <laughs> We respect ourselves I, What the hell
5: Sometimes uh, yeah. Not he so a-
0: doesn't, but you know <laughs> the rest of us do. <laughs> You're doing it for science, yeah. anyway.
2: Nick. So, yeah.
4: so thankfully, I, I do live in a very beer-rich part of the world, uh, and I have another North Carolinian beer. And I'm having a Duck Rabbit Head Milk Stout.
2: Ooh.
4: Um. Ooh. Goes to goes so
6: well with cookies, by the way. <laughs> i <laughs> thinking about what Santa I mean, will leave you if you leave him that instead of a glass of milk
2: oh, <laughs> man.
6: I'm going to try that out No, It really
2: does go
4: well with cookies It's uh, Like I say, it's like a milkshake for, for grown-ups uh, mm. And it's good, it's made in Farmville North Carolina, which I'll be honest with you I have no clue where Farmville is, yep, is It's yeah. it a Facebook game on Facebook a
2: game Oh my god, I forgot about that <laughs> That's <so> funny <laughs>
0: You know, it took me the longest time um, to know that there were places in Rhode Island that were called Richmond. Uh, I lived there. You lived in yeah. Richmond?
6: I did. Wow. That is so... But it's actually part of Wyoming. It's, it's a village, it's not a town. Yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> yeah, I was getting to Wyoming. I, For <laughs> the longest time,
0: I didn't know Wyoming um, existed. There's a village named Arctic.
6: It's pretty legit.
0: Yeah. So it's like there are all these like little places, even in little old Rhode Island, you'll find these kind of weird things. So it's it's okay You don't know where Farmville
5: is. It's like that.
6: Yeah. Well, you can visit most of Europe in Maine. Right. So, yeah, there's
5: Paris. There's China. (laughs) Belgrade.
0: That (laughs) I do want to do a road trip where I just go to New Sweden. Not old Sweden, Sweden, but New
6: Sweden. Oh, wow. The old one that smelled like Ludafisk, I'm sure. Okay. I just
0: want to tell They're you one right now. Okay. I don't know if I want this in the podcast. We'll see. Um, there is you can find both my first and last name in Minnesota. Ah. There are towns oh. named after both. And I am going to go do that one day. And for <laughs> nice. our listeners,
4: her name happens to be uh, Saint Paul Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's right. <laughs>
6: That's so
0: right.
4: We call her VA because it's much easier to say than Hey, St. Paul, Minneapolis. <laughs> what do you think about this?
0: <laughs> so true. So true. But anyway, I'm gonna do that someday. I'm gonna go to uh, to Minnesota to my namesake, St. Paul, and Minneapolis. <laughs> I need to go
5: to my namesake in Texas too, apparently. So. Yeah.
0: We discovered that today, too. We're all going to have to just go and find our names somewhere in states
6: and then. I have them. to look that up
0: now,
3: yeah.
6: <laughs> I bet that
0: either one you will
6: find.
3: I'm sure. I'm,
6: I'm going to sure. look. I have a hunch Nick would find have some trouble, but.
4: Uh, I, there's
2: I no way it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, you,
6: I'm sure you can find my first and uh,
4: middle name. No way in the last.
2: No <laughs> way. <laughs> oh,
0: we'll find it. Maybe it won't be in the United States, but we'll find it.
4: Actually, I, have be- I bet if you look it up, it'll be in India.
2: India? <laughs> really?
5: <laughs> I would not want to go visit that. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I would love to go to India.
5: Uh, Me too. Just I for wouldn't. a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, I have no problem with India. I love Indian food. I actually um, did a little bit of study of Indian culture, so...
2: Okay.
3: Yeah, it would be cool. I, just,
5: I would... not i'd stick out like a sore thumb i would not enjoy it
3: okay i'm sure you're fine honestly
5: where do you want to go timmy where do i want to go where i would love to go is kiwiland new zealand and i would like to spend there forever
3: okay wow why is
5: that tim be sure he's a hobbit yeah exactly um breakfast it's it's just it's just one of those places that's always intrigued me and um yeah. I'd love to go there if I could get if I get the chance I want to jump on it
3: I've heard it's beautiful there So I filled
0: out my passport renewal form yesterday
3: I'm still waiting for mine to come in I'm excited That's awesome Libby.
0: Yeah and then I am going to well I filled out most of Glenn's he has to fill in a couple of things Then we can get those and then we can plan a trip so,
3: Yay. but it's
0: been hard because it's like, you can't even go to Canada or anything, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I was like, I know that it happened a while ago, but I just always assumed like, you know, Canada's just like us. We could just go on over. And then I completely forgot about the whole passport or passport card thing. And it was just like, Oh damn it. You know, cause I would just love to take a long weekend sometime and just say, Hey, I'm going to Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. You know? It's great to have that. I mean, when yeah. we went up to Edmonton,
0: it was so funny because the guys were like, the, 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 the guy was like, Oh, where are you going in Canada? I'm like, to Edmonton. And he looks at us <laughs> and he goes, you know, that's a really long way away. I'm like, yeah.
3: <laughs> Road trip.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And we did it. We made it. We didn't kill each other or anyone else. It was <laughs> fabulous. So,
6: so right. there's no there's no mystery bodies buried in Saskatchewan. That's probably for the best.
0: No, but I lost all my cows there. Oh. Damn it. And moose jaw.
5: Did I, I had punch th- them all or...
0: No, no, we do cows versus cemeteries, so it's kind of like uh, – or cows and cemeteries where it's like um, you see cows. Uh, we play it a specific way where it's like if it's on your side of the car, they're your cows, um, but you generally if you see cows, they're your cows, and then if you see a cemetery, you, um, the other person usually loses their cows or something, but we play it on our sides of the, ca- uh, the car, so um, – I lost all of my cows in Moose Jaw because there was a cemetery on my side of the car. Oh. I had thousands of cows because there were lots of cows yeah. through Manitoba.
6: Alberta wasn't quite enough to reset there. That's too bad.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. it was.
3: I lost my cows in Moose Jaw sounds kind of like a country song. <laughs> I lost my cows in Moose Jaw. <laughs> Because of our just,
0: stupid GPAs.
4: I'm trying to, like, make it fit, though, into the melody of, um, are you going to San Francisco? I lost my
2: car. <laughs> lost Ontario. No, no, Saskatchewan. no, no, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan. Oh, See?
6: Now no, there's no way it's going to fit.
0: <laughs> Say it's Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan.
6: Too many syllables. You yeah, know, it's a problem.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Damn
6: If you
2: see a cemetery, (laughs) like that song.
3: That song is so dippy. I'm sorry. I like I I like it for what it is, but it's just like wow. I don't know. Isn't
0: it like uh, if you see a hippie or something, put a flower in their hair or something?
3: Yeah. If you're going to San Francisco, make sure to wear flowers in your hair. That's what it is. (laughs) I like mine better. Yeah. Yeah. Just put (laughs) one in there. (laughs)
4: When <laughs> I think of San Francisco, I actually think of Metallica. That's where they actually they, lost, they left Los Angeles and moved to San Francisco because it was metal. So, wow! Um, yeah. Well,
0: you will see more bears there.
5: What <laughs> bear for your book. Oh! Oh! oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. and, and that is no disrespect. That is no, totally. It's, 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 it's the fast. truth, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. and there is something nice about wearing a lot of leather
4: <laughs> which is also metal
0: it's I very metal there, yeah. it's great um anyway we should probably wrap
3: up the podcast now yes. I, know, I didn't even know Anthony left whoops Okay.
0: Um, oh he left it, it, I felt bad because uh, it's kind of <laughs> like we're in the middle of stuff and,
3: yeah nature. it's alright
0: so okay so we're going to wrap up the podcast now um First of all, thanks to all the listeners for listening. That is fabulous. I, we don't just do this because we want to. We want people to enjoy uh, talking about or listening to Bruins topics. Uh, anyway, do we have any shout outs this week? Anybody? Uh, we did the Joe shout out. We could talk to talk to Brett in the back row again because he said that we made his crappy day better.
3: Oh, really?
4: Maybe Bryce cool. moved to the front row.
0: Yeah. yeah. Come to the front. <laughs> we'll give you
5: a beer. Stay a while. Yeah.
0: yeah. We won't give you any of Timmy's crappy stuff that he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, so, as always, you can contact us if you want to uh, on our Facebook page, which is Barely On Topic. On Twitter, at Barely On Topic. Uh, you can listen to us On iTunes, on Stitcher, and, of course, our main home on SoundCloud. And I just want to say that we have a couple of things in the works for the new year Mm -hmm. that we can't really talk about yet. Nope. Because they are in the works. But the new year is going to be very exciting, I think. Um, And I don't really want to get anybody to comment on it because we can't really talk about it. But I just Mm -hmm. let the the let the shouters, the (laughs) listeners know that. It's going to be a pretty good new year. It's going to be exciting.
6: Uh, this week, a very special episode of Barely on Topic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we
0: are going to have a nice little holiday episode full of bloopers, which I think you oh, because um, I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm kind of an ass.
4: So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone w- wants to find me, I'll be in my cave editing bloopers for the next like, 78 hours. Wow. We have to, I, I have so much good beeline. Good oh, beeline. my God. <laughs> be- Uh-oh. Material. Uh-oh.
0: Do, do any of us get a comment, a chance to comment on this, or is it just going to be whatever you want to put in there and make us look bad? Part of me wants to torture you all. Um,
6: <laughs> no. I'm going to do that. I'm It'll do just that. be Nick saying Taves Curve, like, 12 times.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. um, hey, baby. <laughs> hey, guys. Should I talk about my tape's Curve? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, anyway, uh, that's our show. Uh, so, thanks for listening and uh, hope that you uh, survive the hockey landscape that is the uh, Christmas break. Yes. Tim, you want to take us out?
2: Word.
0: All right. Word.
6: Word. Word.
2: <laughs> oh, this is going
6: to be a really fun episode.